Welcome back to another episode of Sasson Talk with Amanda and Janelle. I like Amanda and Janelle better than Janelle. And I like Janelle and Amanda. Oh, you guys can vote on it. Once you see this episode, please inbox us and let us know. Um, which version do you like? <laughs> I feel like Amanda and Janelle because like that's alphabetical order. Oh Lord. You just don't want to be first. I don't. That's that's really what it boils down to. <laughs> see, you gotta know you gotta know who you're working with. You gotta know who you're dealing with to know. And I know who I'm dealing with, so I know that's why she don't want to go first, because she, she, you have to go first at all times. That's why Janelle starts the episode off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but tr- trust me, you get to the episode like eight. It's because that's my favorite number. I made it going to start that episode. Just because it's my favorite number. We shall see. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> but um, welcome back for those that are listening to episode two. Hopefully oh. you liked episode one. Hopefully episode one was just... Episode one was more of an intro. It's not going to be the best episode. But it's not going to be the worst. It was just more of an introduction of who we are. Um, once again, each episode we're going to create a theme that we're going to just focus and base our discussion topics on. And as the episodes grow, we'll come with articles and questions and all that juiciness. Cause once again, this is like Sasson talk. So shit gonna be spicy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not all the time, but sometimes. Cause I've heard I could be some, I could be spicy sometimes, even though I don't agree, but others will say whatever. And I know. My lovely co-host can be spicy. I am spicy. There you go. She embraces can, that yes, shit. Yes, I can. Listen, that's I when uh when I get mad, I always warn people. I'm like, you, my Puerto Rican's gonna come out. Ooh, it's funny because um, people always tell me. Well, certain people always tell me. He's like. Certain words I'll say, I sound super Spanish. And I'll be like, nah, I don't. And he's like, no, you do. Like, And then whenever I get angry, mm-hmm. that's when the Spanish side comes out of me. So I always tell people, don't get me angry. My uh, Apparently certain words I say sound super Southern. Yes. And I'm just and like, like a, a certain twang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then... Uh, when I get like... And I'm mad. I, I can go zero to 100 Maybe that's just quick. all Spanish with me because... So. I, I didn't believe it until the last time I really, really got upset. And I was just like, whoa. Because it's like a mixture of I sound like my mom, but then I sound super Spanish. So I was like, whoa, scary, actually. I don't like yeah. it. I think if the person that I know that I'm upset with knows Spanish, I kind of pop off in Spanish. But even if you don't know Spanish, I think I do say certain things in Spanish. But like... For instance, I used to curse Dre in Spanish. He was like, hey, hey, don't be saying coño over here. Like, I know what the fuck that means. <laughs> I don't understand everything, but coño and maricón and all the other stuff, I know what that means. Right. So, yeah. I definitely have Puerto Rican comes out of me. There you go. That's, but listen, we're going to give you guys some spiciness sometimes. We just, this is like training wheels. Like when you get on a bike and you got training wheels. So the first few episodes was your training wheels. It's a, it's a way for us to get some momentum, some vibes going. But then about episode four, you're not going to get the whole train. We're going to take the training wheels off. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be flying. I mean, this is a different feel for both of us. It is. Because I'm totally used to talking about wrestling and being around boys and doing that stuff. So now I'm like being girly and, and talking about sex and love and, and all the above. And it's very <laughs> different for me because <laughs> anyone that knows me knows I'm a super duper private person. So like right. you have to kind of be in my I'm inner circle. Comfort zone. Complete. Look who's talking <laughs> out of comfort zone. I mean, zone. this is, this is good for me too. Yeah. I'm out of. Certain things that would be out of my comfort zone. Okay. I mean, we had this talk about, like, you know, if we're not comfortable talking about something, like, yeah, we, we'll just we'll, we'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it. We'll, we'll communicate. That, mm-hmm. I think that's key in anything you do of is course. communicating. So we definitely will communicate. But I want to be able to give people a different side of both of us. So I think doing this is definitely going to help and yeah. grow both, you know, both us as individuals, but also grow our brand. So shout out to the Jabatia's podcast network, which this yeah. will be on all platforms. Uh, but this episode is going to be about as luscious, big women, B B W's. And there's levels to that shit. Like, levels there's this thick this thickums because you know i always say nia Jax is the president of of the of thickums and i always be like i'm the vp 
of thickums. <laughs> so I always support anything she does. But, you know, BBW holds a lot of different things and in, incorporated into that um, and how men see BBW women and, and things like that. Even Drake had put it in the song. He put us on the map. It's like, BB, I love you. BBW is like, word. <laughs> Let me find out. Right. Because uh, I typically <laughs> don't go for light-skinned niggas, but I fuck with Drake, though. It was just one time. I, I definitely would probably, like, smash and dash Drake. I probably would. He definitely would make the smash and dash list. Because I don't think I could take him serious. Because he's too light-skinned. No shade. But I'm just saying. But, like... Yeah. Not for me. But if I ever got like Jay Z in a corner, sorry B, that's like my dream. Like, that's like my like go to crush ever in life. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, like it's crazy. My first, my first love looks just like Hove. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Definitely does. So I definitely was like, like you know, in the best of me with Jay Z and Maya came out. That was when like I met him and I was Google eyes over him and I was like, oh my god, you're like Hove. And I'm like, Maya, yes. And then when Jay got with B, I was like, you trying to be my Jay? You trying to be my hoe? <laughs> so any, like, any guy messed with me, I'm like, so you trying to be my hoe or what? Like, what's up? Right. But then I kind of got out of it, like, when him and Beyonce really, really got knee deep in kids and shit. I was like, oh, there's no chance. Never mind. I'll let it go. The dream deferred. But in this episode, we're going to talk about um, body issues. We're going to talk about uh, people talking shit. Because because they because that's what people do when uh, one thing I realize is when people talk shit is so much more on their insecurities than it has to deal with you mm-hmm. and that took me a long time to really understand that concept. But when they have their insecurities, it also builds us insecurities. Yes, like and they don't they don't always necessarily know that mm-hmm. they're adding to the the pot of insecurities that you that you already hold because anyone that says oh I'm you can be confident and that's not a problem you can be outspoken that's not a problem but everyone including both myself and Amanda we have our own insecurities yes that are dealt with day to day basis because that's not something you you throw away you, you they, they, those type of things never go away you just learn how to kind of live through them and understand and accept you. But they're still a part of you. Mm-hmm. And I think that that definitely, for me, was something I had to kind of understand about myself is, like, you can have insecurities, but it doesn't have to define you. It doesn't have to be where it's the end all or be all. Mm-hmm. So we want this episode, we're going to talk about, you know, our experiences dealing, because, you know, we both ain't skinny bitches. So that's, that's, no. Nolan, that's Nolan Void. Um, so we both can talk about our experiences growing up. Um, dealing with body issues, dealing with, um, you know, different labels and things like mm-hmm. that. And even just us being adults now. The adults age that now. I'm telling you, I feel more appreciated being the size I am now than I did growing up. But, you know. I mean, I still kind of struggle with it in a way. Oh, I, forever. That's what I'm saying. I will forever. Like, everyone will tell me, like, I can be like, I'm fat. And everyone will look at me like, what? Mansion now. Like, yeah. What are and you I'm just like, about? my sisters are like that. They're like, you're not fat. I'm, well, let me rephrase. My older sister, the one that's like after me, uh-huh. because not my middle sister, she'll be like, ah, you fat. <laughs> because she young, Mind she a little she, thick too. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'll be telling her, but like, you got rose for days too. Like, don't try right. to play yourself. Love them shits. Love them, <laughs> but you do. You like it's a different. T- I don't know. It's I don't. I think it's harder for me as an adult now to take compliments mm-hmm. than yes. anything. It's not even so much of like me, you know, feeling like I'm the biggest. Because in my mind, and it's probably more because I had to teach myself how to kind of think and see that way. In my mind, I'm like, there's a bitch that's bigger than me, right? And. There's a bitch that's bigger than me that's still bagging mad niggas. So, like, I don't... know it's crazy because <laughs> I, uh, I watch TikTok and I have TikTok. But there's this girl that's a lot bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And she be out on the beach in a bikini and she has TikTok videos. Like, she be dancing. Like, she she can move it. Yeah, that, first of all, there's, there's women that's bigger than me that can do a split. I can't yeah. do that shit. You ever seen High School Musical? No. No? You would have said Glee, you'd have me. High School I Musical, I could. What? Yeah. What? I know. So Netflix, don't do that. 
I don't use numbers. You know what I realized? What? <laughs> oh, God. We're going to have to do next episode, TV and film, because this one over here. Goddamn. Um, but there is a girl that, that was on High School Musical, and she's a big girl. Mm-hmm. But she, like, she does, she's like, I like to pop and log. And you see, like, her dancing everything. Oh, and she'll be, like, she'll do the splits in the air. Like, you know how you kind of jump and you've done the splits in, like, like mm-hmm. ballet type of stuff? She does all that. And I'm just like, if homegirl can do it, like, I can do it too. But, see, but, but that's kind of why I don't like to dance in public because I feel like I'm a big girl and I don't want to dance in front of people. Girl, let me tell you, in college, I'll never forget. I was, it was probably like our first party that we ever went to. Like, I had probably just turned 18. So I could finally get into the club that we mm-hmm. was, the party we was going to. And it was actually at Amazora. Okay. So those that don't know, Amazora is in Queens and now is the home of House of Glory. Mm-hmm. Cheap plug, um, where HOG does shows, but Amazon used to be like this big, da- like dance nightclub. We used to have like parties and things like that in college. So we would go to Amazon. I never forget it. It was the first party we went to. When I tell you, this man picked me up hmm. off of the floor, like feet off the ground, and had me in the air <laughs> and dancing with me. I said, oh. Ain't nobody can tell me shit because I'm in the air. Ha ha. But listen, <laughs> anything's possible at that point. Right. But growing up, how did you see yourself body wise? Well, growing up, before I was 14, mm-hmm. I was super skinny. Okay. And um, to the point, like, you can see my ribs very easily. I'm going to need pictures. I need proof. Yeah. I got pictures. I think I have a picture in my phone, I think. Okay, we have to check this out. But, um, yeah, like, I was so skinny, and I hated it. But I had ass, and I had boobs. Uh-huh. And I hated it, because I felt like I looked one of those fake Barbies, even though I was super young. But I felt like I looked like a fake Barbie, and, like, even people in junior high school thought my boobs were fake, because they were just... I was, like, wearing a double D in high in junior high school. Oh, yes. I... I never forget me and my best friend Joy. My mom took us to Victoria's Secret. We were in high school. We were probably maybe like freshmen still, maybe sophomore. But she took us to Vicky's Secrets. I mm-hmm. couldn't fit any bras. Yeah, like it was a dub. It didn't so, happen. So like, so like when I turned fourteen, I had went to El Salvador with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's my stepdad's family, but they raised me, so I consider her my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And uh, my grandma likes to stay indoors. So I did nothing but stay home and eat oh. for two months. Gotcha. So I came, uh, I left a size 8, came back a size 14, almost 16. Wait, how, what? How yeah. did that? Well, because All my summer? uncle also had like a store where we lived. Mm-hmm. And I would go and take like the chips and I would pay him. But I'm like, I'm taking another chip. And I was just munching. I was home. There was nothing to do because it's like. Living in the suburbs, kind of, okay. where you need to drive everywhere. And so, obviously, my grandma didn't want to go outside, so we were just home all the time. Mm-hmm. So, there's nothing but to do but to watch TV and eat. That's it. So, uh, so I gained weight. My family was like, what the hell happens? You, like, she went skinny. She came back a blimpy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then from there, it was kind of like the name started. The mm-hmm. name calling started. And it came from family. Right. And it's crazy when it's the people that you would never think. Yes. So I went from being, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but like the the one the one that triggered me the most was they used to call me the Beast. Okay. And so it was just like because I was fat, and um. One time, like, my friend had stood over, and she's a little bit bigger than I am, mm-hmm. and so I, my bed broke. So he, but my, my family blamed it on me. It was like, oh, the beast broke her bed. And then after that, like, everybody will laugh about it, and then that started to bring my insecurities. Right. You know, and then it was just hard hearing that all the time, and then... Not wanting to look at myself naked. Right. I mean, I still low key have issues with that. I'm not even. I'm not I, even gonna hold you. Yes, I do, because I've been laughed at so much about cellulite, 
And so, like, I think it was until last year I started wearing shorts, like, super short shorts. Oh, so, okay, that's the one thing about me, though. Well, we know you like wearing shorts, <laughs> That's the one thing, like, about good old me is that I'll wear the shortest of the shorts and not care. And I got right. to that point of, I don't know what, like, I just was always, like... I don't know, like, I never felt like I had, like, a, like a certain style or something or mm-hmm. any of that. Like, I never really looked at myself like that, but when it comes, like, summertime, oh, really any season actually doesn't matter, but. Yeah, she be naked. I could, that's what everybody <laughs> says. But it's more or less because I just want to be comfortable. And right. it's not even so much of, like, a style thing. It's just, I just, like, I want to be in short shorts because. I want to be comfortable and that makes me comfortable. Now if that ends up getting me attention. That's a different story. Like I, I, I can't, you Listen, know, we gotta, that. We gotta, we gotta I mean, yeah. Up. Cause you know, it's so funny. Cause so like grown, like in high school and at, once again, when my best friend does come on, she'll, she'll tell more probably, <laughs> but it's always funny. Cause she's, she's chest heavy. She's always been chest heavy. She always says, these are my assets. And I was yeah. just like, okay. And, like, for me, I never thought my chest was big until I couldn't fit a Victoria's Secret bra. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, these these little bitties is bigger than the average. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. But my backside, I still don't think it's big. But everybody thinks differently. And it is what it is. But, like, for me, growing up, like, how you experience, you know, your family kind of in a sense talking shit. Mm-hmm. You know, me, they always say, and it, this is just society or just, like, in layman terms they always say your first love is supposed to be your father Mm. and my dad used to always make fun of my weight like it was always a constant like why are you eating this or or he would he would eat things just so i wouldn't eat them so i couldn't Mm. have them and it was just like what like it, it it didn't i didn't understand the magnitude of how much of that I carried into my adulthood until I was already in my adulthood. Right. And <clears throat> it wasn't until like me and my ex that I was with for six, seven years that after that, and I had to go back into the dating world and understand and getting back into that groove where I was just like, well, I don't think, I don't think I could do like, I'm, I'm, I'm not skinny. I'm not this. I'm not that, you know? And it, it became uncomfortable at times to, cause it can go one or two ways. Either you can either be a big girl and not give a fuck about your body and, and that can be very destructive or you can be very insecure about your body and not want to do things or not want to go out or not want to wear certain things mm-hmm. or, or when, like I said, to this day, I have a very hard time taking compliments because of what I went through through my childhood and with my dad and, you know, dealing with, you know, body issues and things like that. Because I've, I've never, like, un- unlike you, I never was, like, skinny, skinny mini, like, growing up. Like, I always had meat on my bones, as mm-hmm. they say. Like, I had, uh, I think when I was in junior high, the only thing that I had was I had thick thighs. Besides having an ass, like, I had thick thighs. And even then, like, my cellulite was kind of, like, still there. And then, like, still to this day, I still kind of deal with the cellulite. But shout out to Dre, because he's the best. But he used to be like, that just shows you just natural. Listen, I learned, look, some stretch marks. It just means you went big and got small, got small and got big. Like Cat Williams said, like, it don't matter. Like, I don't know. That never bothered me. Like, mm-hmm. my stress marks, I think. I don't think my stress marks bother me. They don't bother me or, like, cellulite. That doesn't really bother me. But just, I guess, the image. And, I mean, I guess that's just society, Some like, most of the time. Because even we're in times now where, you know, now you have the first plus size model is a size, yeah. like, 12. And I was just like. That's not, that's plus size to you. Like, not for me. Not for me. Like, a bitch is still 18 and good old old Navy. So, I don't know what the fuck is you talking about. But, it's just, it's hard sometimes living in a society where, you know, people say they don't look at looks sometimes, but you do. Yeah. You, you do. And And people are very cruel with their words. People don't realize, like, how fucked up words can really hurt someone or in a sense trigger them in a sense because 
I feel like how guys don't like when girls say that they got a small dick, they shouldn't be talking about big girls. But see, I feel like small dick people are the loudest ones in the room. If that makes sense. And it's just because, like, whenever you're lacking in something, yes. you pick up other things. Everything else is at a higher level. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say, like, typically little dick niggas is the ones that's, that's the loudest in the room because they got to compensate somehow, some way. So, and I mean, it's no shaded. Listen, if you got a little dick, you got a little, it's all about how you make it work. Right. It's not about, like, let, let's put that myth to the table. Like, I've never been one to be on something like, you got to have the biggest dick in the yeah, world. Yeah, I don't care actually, about size. As long as you know how to work it, absolutely. that's fine. And and not all, and guess what? Disclaimer, not all females are going to be like that. But I can say for mm-hmm. myself... Listen, I didn't want to fuck with somebody because he had a big dick. Period. Like, I was just like, I don't... No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Why? thank you. You sound like Kevin Hart. <laughs> no. No, because that's how... <laughs> yo, every time... Because, first of all, everyone knows, like, we live in an era where people... Like, us as females, we get unsolicited dick pics. Period. Mm-hmm. And it's the craziest thing. So, when, I, when, when we just spoke about it, it made me think about the unsolicited dick pic I got. And mm-hmm. I was just like... No, like no, <laughs> like you're gonna no, you're, running. You're, you're, you're gonna kill my insides. No, <laughs> please and thank you. But, um, but honestly, like I feel, I feel like definitely the older I got, the more comfortable I got in my skin and and understanding that I don't have to be a size eight for someone to respect me mm-hmm. as a as a not only a female but as a businesswoman, as a professional. I don't have to be that. I, if I'm true to myself and true to what I believe in, then that's what matters. Like, you can have the biggest ass in the world or you can have the smallest waist in the world and still be a dumbass. Right. So, all that stuff. But definitely, I still I still have very hard times taking compliments or having people yeah, saying nice, nice, beautiful like, things um, to me. And I'm like, what? I don't know if you remember it going on... Well, it's been two years that we know each other. But, like, right in the beginning, I guess when we exchanged numbers, like, me and Britt, and I had sent you guys pictures. I don't remember. Oh, it was for uh, anniversary. Okay. And I sent you guys pictures, and I was just like, do you think, like, this outfit's okay? Because I've always had problems with, like, what I want to wear. Because sometimes I would like how something, like, me, I can't personally wear something that's flowy. Mm -hmm. Because I have an ass and because I have boobs, it makes me look bigger. Right. And I think that's the important part at times is when you you have to find things that work for you. Yes. Like for me, I can't wear like I love bodysuits. I'm not even gonna lie to anybody. Like yeah, bodysuits for me is like key because I can keep everything intact and still look fabulous. <laughs> um and still be comfortable. Because to me that I think that was the biggest lesson I had to learn, especially as uh, you know, growing up, um, not being a size two was just being comfortable and mm-hmm. and finding pieces and finding outfits that um work for my body type and I think that's always the kind of like the hard part is finding things that work for your body type because what and I yeah. tell people all the time because you'll always ask me like what do you think about this or what mm-hmm. do you think about that and for you it could be fabulous right if it was reverse I bitch I couldn't pull that off not at all <laughs> like I tell Brittany that all the time like she'll be I'll be like oh that's cute yeah. on you like she has a, a black mini skirt that is so cute on her but I can never wear that because it's a flowy mini skirt. If I was to wear, it, first she likes shit like that. Ass. If I was to wear a skirt like that, oh, but I like shit like that. But she likes oh, shit yeah. like that though. But even if I was to wear it, you show my, it'll show my ass, but it will also make me look way bigger than I am. Right, because it'll be flowy and it'll, yes. uh, yeah. No, so I think once again coming into the BBW world, like we said at the beginning, it's levels. So, mm-hmm. and I feel like at times, I mean, it's all about what what you attract to like yeah and, and like i learned uh and i said this in the previous episode about um growing up in church mm-hmm. so obviously i had to wear a lot of skirts and stuff like that i mean i still like wearing skirts but i like fitted skirts mm-hmm. and you know i like fitted dresses so mm-hmm. i feel like the way that i dress everything has to fit like right fit it because i have a butt and i have tits and i mean i love my boobs and i love my ass sometimes 
Sometimes I have a, that's like, better than me. We have a love hate relationship sometimes. Oh, because you can't like, wear certain things. Yes. Yeah. Or like you know, there's certain jeans that look really good, and then they won't go past my ass. It's either my ass or my thighs sometimes. Oh, mine is always my thighs. It's always oh, yeah, so. it's it's diff. So it's been the fucking death of me since ten. Right? <laughs> these these bitches, bitch one and bitch two. I mean, my my best friends me. have been leggings because they're just easy to wear oh leggings are whoever created leggings like shout out to you yeah like shit was genius tons of money it was it it was the idea that i feel like came off of fucking tights and i fucking hated tights as a kid like yeah like wear them in junior high school for like uniform and i would always the stocking tights the stocking yeah Yeah, i would always take them shits off because i'm too hot like for me it was just that they always fell like, I would be wearing my skirt, and it will be, like, half my thigh already, and I'm there trying to, like, pull up during class, and I couldn't because shit was, like, falling down. Yeah, no, I can't do I can't all do that. that. First of all, that's too much fucking work. <laughs> but question to to the table See? would be, so how has being, because I don't, I don't, what do you consider yourself? Like, do you consider yourself plus size? Do you consider yourself? Because I would never say I'm a BBW. Like, I would, I'm sorry, I would never say that. But then I would never say, I don't feel like I would never label myself either. Like, I always, people, I'm just like, I'm just Janelle. And that's that. And hate it or love it, take it or not type of thing. I don't know. I but, like, uh, I don't know. But, like, I mean, I, if anything, I would say. I mean, say, I have I guess the I'm, curves where it's supposed to be. Right. And I think if anything I would say is that I'm probably on the thicker side. Like, I would get that probably more. Okay. From the opposite sex is like yeah, oh, yeah, I get that. Thick. Like you're thick, like you're not like oh hell no, yeah, fat. Like you're not- if you ever seen uh, Gabriel Iglesias, he's like oh hell no, yeah, and, like close the button type of thing. <laughs> like I'm not that. Um, yeah, I guess I'm just like I guess in the thick with yeah, the curly. Like, I guess because like I don't know like. It's just hard, and I think that's just the, the the magical world we live in is a whole bunch of fucking labels, and, yeah. And it being something that you feel like you have to you have to stick with, like I feel like, and I mean, people can tell me if I'm wrong or not, but I feel like women are labeled more than men are. Oh, absolutely. You know, because they like to complain about like, oh, well, you want a, a guy that has muscles, or you want guy that has this or whatever. But when it comes to us, like. Guys, name they they'll number you. Nah, like I want a thick girl, I want a red bone. No, yeah, like I want this, I want that. Ten being like you know like the oh hell no type of situation, mm-hmm. or like you know they'll label you even like how pretty you look or not. They'll be like, oh no, she like a six. I'm like, the fuck is that? Like, because I think that's just what people you know know. Like it's like you know what you know. So mm-hmm. like if if the anything like. Growing up, you realize, like, you know, you'll be like, oh, this person's a, like a, a five or this person, like the whole rating shit. That's just something that's more, that's a taught behavior. That's not something. Yeah, I never that... heard that shit until. Really? Until cats and dogs. I was like, wow. Okay, this is what we're doing. Really? You know, <laughs> that's funny as hell. <laughs> but, Lord, let me not try to. Mm-mm. Not today. Not Lord. Lord, don't do it to me. Um, But question then is like have you felt like it's been difficult of like being a woman that's thick Mm -hmm. and dealing with sex like how is how has that yes been so um something to overcome or deal with in a sense originally um like we were talking about positions towards the end of our last episode yes um and you mentioned you know you like being on top Oh, absolutely. And, uh, I used to love being on top. It was my favorite thing. See? There you go. But uh, certain somebody that I know and I was dealing with was kind of s- saying that I was heavy. <laughs> Wilkins! How you gonna... <laughs> how you gonna... Really? <laughs> this... <laughs> I'm glad we do have a male in here so to have that type of energy because that. But mind you, like the person was Yo, bigger than me. The Wait, person, said... the person was bigger than me. Wait, do I know this person? No, you don't. Oh, because if I knew this person, I was gonna be like, no. he's the last individual to say anything. <laughs> okay, no, it all was right, not. I thought, 
Okay. Let me clarify. Woo! It was not anybody that we know. Oh, okay. And that I people def- are that listening here did know. No, absolutely not. Because I definitely was going to take it there and be like, sir. No, like, he's you are the, the last individual. No, he's the one that'd be like, I actually love you on top. Like, you are not heavy. But how but- can you? Okay, I'm not going to go. Nope. Nope. Not going to do that. Because I'm going to be like, well, say- how are you going to get on top of that? But I ain't going to do that. Nope. Not going to do that. The one that's a will that's a way. Really? Yes. Nah, man. I got to a point where it's like, listen, everyone that knows me knows <laughs> I love this nigga out of control. <laughs> it was all because he snickered. And I was just like, are you serious right now? Did you just snicker? <laughs> but anyone that knows me knows, I, like, my typical guy would be, like, a security guy, like a bouncer. Like, yeah. someone that is definitely over 250 pounds and, and over six feet tall. That is just basically... The, the generic like what Janelle would go for so but as the older I got I was just like yo and it's not a shade to big men because I love me a thickums I love well I actually um and we had a conversation with this um via text yeah that I think it was either you or my other friend but um me and my high school boyfriend had broken up we dated like two years like a year and a half in high school but we were not the same school mm-hmm and, um, so this friend I knew was like, it, he wanted to date me, but I was just like, bro, you short. I don't date short people. Okay. So I tried to do short. I, yeah. I tried once. I tried and I once. Just, it was just weird. Failed. Yeah. It, it was just weird. The Napoleon complex is real. Um, but he was like, so if I get taller, cause he, he's younger than me. He was if like, I if I get taller, taller, um, would you give me a chance? I said, I will try. And let's see. That's a no. Well, I don't but know why you just younger. Don't I no. was like eighteen at the time. He was sixteen, I believe. Oh, something like that. I don't remember. But like but he, he was wasn't gonna. But he wasn't gonna grow a whole foot taller. So but he did get taller. taller. Oh, he did. He did because he was still in that growth spurt. Oh, and so uh, he ended up growing like. I think he's like five nine. Now, so and then five seven. So, um, so when he grew, like, when he got tall, I was like, oh, fuck. But mind you, he is toothpick skinny. So it was different for me because I was already a big girl and now they See, but don't, skinny. listen, don't, don't, do not let the skinny niggas fool you because they can still mm. pick you on up. Mm. They can still do everything that anybody can do. Like, don't, don't let them fool but you. But the thing about him was that. He said, okay, since he got taller, um, that I had to lose some weight. And I was like, but that's not how... How have you dealt with someone asking you to lose weight like in a relationship? So you haven't dealt with somebody like that? that? No, you ha- like, it wasn't that... No, so I'm asking, like, how do you deal with that? Because, oh. like, I dealt, like, with my ex, he actually... I actually... <laughs> I liked him when he was bigger. So <laughs> <laughs> I did. I would tell him now. Like, and that's the funny part. Like, when time, you know, let time pass and you guys can, you know, I always will love him. That That is like, he knows what it is. And I know what it is. And we keep it as a friendship because that's where we were first. Where we, he, Like, he's one of my closest friends. Like, mm-hmm. I know if I call him today, he'd be like, what, what do you need? Like, if you need something. But I won't right. do that. But he, um, when we were in college... And even before then, like, he was a thickums. Like, I love, like, he was thick, thick. Like, I loved it. And um, when we when we graduated college, I had a job. Like, I had got a job. I think I had got two jobs or something. I ended up getting two jobs, and he just couldn't find a job yet. Mm-hmm. Like, with his degree. He was a sports management major. He couldn't get a job yet. So, because he couldn't get a job, he kind of fell into a little bit of a depression. He kind of felt like he didn't know what to do. He felt lost. Right. And then, because I was, I had actually got him a job working at this summer camp I was working at as a gym teacher that summer. We graduated. And then after that, he didn't have a job. So, like, mm-hmm. he felt really lost. So, after, in doing that, he kind of spent time, he spent more time in the gym. Lost hella weight. Mm-hmm. Definitely lost over 100 pounds. Easy. So it was more or less like him not like seeing, saying, but him like implying that he's like, well, I lost all this weight. You should probably lose some too. Mm. And that was different for me because it was just like, 
that that like what works for you works for you that doesn't always work for everybody else right so for you to just off and for me it was kind of more of a trigger because it reminded me of all the times like my dad would talk about my weight and like if this is somebody i'm supposed to love and that's supposed to be supportive and be there for me like why would you say that kind of thing like i get it if if i was like super unhealthy i was like like dying like uh, not to be so extreme but if like if it was that if, if it was on that level then okay that's that's a different conversation but like i'm just not your size mm-hmm. so are you trying to change me because you changed so it became a, it became a, i think a, a very undertone thing in in our situation because like how do you deal with someone that was big at once and then wasn't big anymore. So then on yeah. top of that, he started feeling himself. But that's another, that's a totally different But for episode. me, it was, um, with my ex-husband, I had lost, uh, about 50, almost 55 pounds. But it was mostly because I was depressed in the whole marriage. Uh-huh. But, um, when we left each other, like he was, he was telling me I was unattractive. And I was just like, like the fuck? Like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, like, that brought my insecurities really low. Because here I felt happy that I lost so much weight. Right. And I felt like I looked better. And then he's like, well, you're just not unattractive. You're unattractive. And I'm just like, well, that's a low blow. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, my friends like to follow, look at people's Instagram follows and see what he follows. So it turns out, like, he was following models that were super super plus size woman Uh oh and i was just like oh wait so your friends became investigators yeah (laughs) like i was was like like, you ever see what pages he follows and was just like i would have because i've never i would have never thought about that yeah like i think i'm so oblivious to shit like it's just like what like i would never i would never it even goes to like people that look at who watches their instagram story yeah i like i can never spend every day like going through like who watched my shit like right. no Why yeah did no. I do that? they did because i mean he had cheated so right. they were just like we gotta find her page and stuff like that and i was just like oh god and it was like have you ever like just seen what pages he follows and i was just like so i mean i you- didn't find the need to. So do you think he cheated because Mind you, the, I mean, the girl was skinnier than me. Uh-huh. So it made no sense. And she was a lot older. And well, not that point. I like to say, like, people are ugly or anything, but I looked prettier than her. Oh, absolutely. You're a bad bitch. Don't do that. <laughs> no. So, um... We don't do that. So, like, but he, but he says that he cheated because it was just an easier route for him to, because me and his mom fought a lot, so she was an escape. Uh, so he's just using it as an excuse. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Because that's how I felt. Like when my ex cheated, I thought it was more or less because he had lost all the weight Mm -hmm. and he was just trying to. He he had, I think, a a new reckoning of himself. Mm Hmm. And his body and who he was. And so I used so I used to think that it was because I was bigger and that I didn't any like I didn't wanna lose the weight that, you know, we that he spoke about or things like that. Like I felt like he did certain things because he just had a new new newfound confidence in himself. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like I lost his weight and I can get anybody because that's right. what like he that's what he used to tell me all the time. Mind you like People who have seen pictures of my ex-husband, they're like, you married to that? Like, really? I would never, ever oh, think. He's not cute. I'm just going to let you know. Yeah, no shade. Okay. He's not okay. cute. But he used to be like that he was a catch. And that anybody, like, he can get anybody. In the- and his mom would tell me that, too. Like, a mijo, like, cualquiera is lucky to have him. And then I would be like, like, what about, like, me? Like, like he used to be happy. The fuck? Like, what do you mean? And so, so that's what my friends, like, when we split, they're like, hell no, he need to be grateful that he had somebody like you because he ain't going to find somebody like you ever again in his life. Correct. That fact. So, <laughs> you know, so, like, that, like, that was also, like, that brought a lot of insecurities. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's when I was kind of like, okay, do I look better being a little bit more thicker or do I look better skinny? Like, which is it? Right. Because I think that's just the tug of war. That, you know, us as as women and men probably go through it, too. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, because I think guys just aren't as vocal about it. Like, like the other day, Mikey was like, babe, I'm fat. I was like, what? I said, you just got a dad. I said, you got a dad bod. You're fine. Mm-hmm. I said, you're hot. I tell him, he, I tell him he's fine as fuck every day. I don't care. But it's weird because... <laughs> <laughs> I love my best friend. It's weird because it goes back to not being able to take compliments and mm-hmm. not being able to. We're able to give a lot of people, right? Like we like I can give anybody compliments, but when I re- like it's like you said, it's hard for us to receive the to compliment. receive it. So like literally every time he sees me, he's like, "Why are you so beautiful?" And I just be like, "The fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, like what? Like, he, I'm like, uh, this is. I gave it. He probably tell you. I give it. I gave him the face. Like, the fuck is you talking about? And he's like, "No, like, why are you so like?" Even if he FaceTimes me or anything, he's like, "Why are you so beautiful?" And I'm just like, "What? <laughs> How do I? What? How do I react to that?" Because mm-hmm. I'm not used to that type yeah, of energy we, and vibe. We kind of grew up. With the whole negative. Oh, I grew up with no family. with no male besides my grandfather ever telling me I was beautiful or telling me that I mattered or telling me. I don't think I did either. Like, I just, I, it never was like, like, even my sweet 16, like, it was just <laughs> like, it never, nothing. He never, my dad never was any type of affectionate, which I think carries into why. I'm not as affectionate or why I'm, I don't show affection to people because right. I just don't have that bone. And I, I, I didn't grow. That wasn't something that was taught to me. I didn't right. see that. There was no examples of that. So after uh, my ex and I broke up my from the high school, um, I met this guy that our relationship was complicated. It's like we wanted to be with each other, but then we were like, better off being best friends. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where we stood. But um, I remember because he passed away. He had cancer. And he passed away uh, going on four years ago. So he would always compliment me. Even when we stopped talking and we just, just said we were to be best friends, mm-hmm. he would still, like, give me so much compliments. And it felt so weird. And he was like, but why? And I was just like, because I've never heard anything like this before. Right. And like, guy, and like, guys would be like, "What? Like, they like, what look, do you mean? they look confused." I'm just like, I'm just as confused as you. Like, he, or they'll be like, "I'm sure you heard this before." I'm like, I'm, actually, actually no. no. And they think that we're lying. And it's unfortunate because it's not. And that's the one thing I think I had to learn because I would get a compliment and not even say nothing either in return or not saying nothing at all. Mm-hmm. So my mom used to tell me, "Don't be rude. At least say thank you." So every time I like if a guy compliments me, I just at least say thank you because she told me that <laughs> because I I wouldn't know how to react I or what to just say. Reply with I try, right? Or like uh, 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 what I'll do is I'll say I'm just regular. Like don't don't even hype. Don't don't. Yeah, hide I'm like it's not that serious. Like I just all I did was just throw up a little bit of makeup or something, and they be like, no, nah, it's not the makeup. Like you look. You but look I, good. but I'm I just think, like, I mean, I guess I try. Right. And I, but I think a big part of that is the level. I think the confidence does play a role in that. Yes. Like you can, and I think that's just human nature. Like you can be attracted to one person and, and look good to one person and not the other. And that's fine. But I think the level of confidence that you bring out of yourself, that is what makes you, that is what makes people more aware of who you are. Right. Cause that's, I think the one, I think the older I got, I wouldn't say the more confident I got because I really don't think I'm that confident at all. I just, once again, I don't label myself. So it's just, mm-hmm. it is what it is. But I think the older I got, the more aware of who I am and, and being comfortable in that space is then where is what, and then my mouth gets me in trouble all the time. So <laughs> those two things always intrigue someone. So they're always like, well, who's who's that? That Which is goes to why I always ended up either bagging or talking to security guys because when we go to the club, It'll be the first person we look at, like we talk right. to, and I give my ID, and, I, and I'm always saying something slick or or stupid, <laughs> and they think that shit is hot, and I just be like, no, like I was dead ass, <laughs> like I don't understand right. why you are now intrigued because I was JK JK almost, but now it's not. So now right. I'm like, oh, well, okay, hey, how, how are you doing? How you doing? I think it's um, it's a uh. Oh, fuck. 
I lost my train of thought. But I was going to say, fuck all them assholes that like to talk about big girls. I mean, it's just, look, once again, it goes to certain, you know, individuals, I mean, the, individuals just, that talk shit yes. and just aren't comfortable with themselves. Yes. And that's just really what it boils and down just, to. just like they don't like when a girl, I guess, talks shit about how they look or whatever. We don't like it either. Because, like you said, there's different levels. But the fact that you do like to make us in general, like all fat girls, they ain't shit type of thing. And you label us and you start to, like, number us or whatever. Like, that's a piece of shit. But you know what's funny, though? It'd be the same people that talk all that shit about big girls. And when winter time come, what they want. I just, yes, that's what I was gonna say. It's that's funny because when winter time comes or when you talk about like, I ain't paying a hundred dollar type or two hundred dollar um, dinner for you just to get salad. Like, that's why they will be like, I want a big girl because she's gonna go out and she's gonna eat. <laughs> but I also remembered uh, the funny. post that you posted. What did I say? About, I'll um, be saying shit. And I'll be knowing. <laughs> I swear to God, no, I do. All the oh, you talking about the six hundred um, pound? Oh, yo, what am yes. I? Yo, so over definitely quarantine. I tr- yo, shout out to Hulu, I because it, it's on Hulu. So yes. I would. So when we were quarantined, when the city was shut down, and nobody can go nowhere. I was watching my six hundred pound life, and I don't know if it was like a, 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 a ego booster at that point. Because I see once again my mentality was see there's people that are bigger than me, so I don't mm-hmm. really worry about that stuff. But these bitches out here be having full-blown husbands, boyfriends, people that fuck with them, that will be at the hospital with them and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. But one particular episode that I never forget, this lady, she was like maybe like five something. And she was like, I want to get the surgery so that I can lose the weight. And also she wanted, she wanted to be around for her daughter. Mm. She was like, my daughter's getting older. I don't want her to lose her mom. Basically, mm-hmm. very valid reason. Right. She was married. She met the husband, and I guess what was like a big girl group, mm-hmm. like trip that they did, where I guess like it was like a traveling group, okay. where like all big girls or, or guys that love big girls would go on these excursions and these trips to meet one another, which I thought was dope because I was like, where the fuck was that ten years ago? But anyway, so she met her husband, who's he's not that big he's he's not big but like that but met her husband on one of them things got married he married her because she once again was over 400 pounds okay she was getting the surgery she a whole episode she was like he was he's he doesn't talk to me anymore he he didn't come to the hospital when i like got out of the surgery he and they ended up getting a divorce because she lost all that weight damn not because they had Marital issues, and I mean, they probably did, but the main reason he and it was it was shown in the, in the episode, whole episode, he was just so disgusted at the fact that she wanted to have the surgery that essentially was not about her or not about him. It was about her. It was about her daughter. It's about their daughter mm-hmm. and her being able to be a mom to her. And it just was wild to me. Like I was just like, you got people out here that w- that would want to fuck with a big girl, but when she decides to make that jump to the to losing some pounds then is he fit like i was just like this is wild but my 600 pound life honestly is one of the best shows in tlc <laughs> she just be wild because you just never it does you don't it is i mean you never really think about you know that this is like somebody's real life like you like i never like i always used to tell the girls i was like listen if i ever get that big y'all better tell me like for real for real just not even on some like i want to like not even on a looking physical stance but just on a healthy stance like i would want somebody to tell me like nah like this ain't the way to go sis so i highly recommend on hulu my 600 pound life um and then also living their best life that's beyond living the best life like (laughs) that like i'm telling you every episode i've watched they definitely had somebody with them and i was just like Listen, you could be whatever you want, big, small. There's somebody out there for you. Period. That's like right. we went to we went to one show, this lady, whole beard, whole fiance. Whole fiance. Like I was like, if bitches out here with full mustaches can get a dude, there's no excuse. Like there's just nothing. Like you can't you couldn't tell me different. Like so whether once again you big or small, there's somebody out there for you. That's going to love you the way you need to be loved. 
and all that jazz. So, as we wind down this episode, what is one piece of advice you would have to your... You said, when did you... You said 14-year-old? 14? When I got thick? Yeah. Yeah. What would you say to yourself? What would you say to your, to the 14-year-old now? My first, my 14-year-old self? Yeah. Um... It doesn't matter what they call you. Love the person that's inside you. Because uh, it doesn't matter, like, my shape or my size. Uh Um, You know, like, I always had, like, up and down relationships where I felt like guys were just dating for my ass and my boobs. But um, Which is still valid. Yeah. But, you know, when you sometimes you just don't want to feel like it's only about that. So, um, but like like, at 14 years old, because I had all of that, I had to learn, like, I had to learn the person inside of me. Mm -hmm. And I still, I value the person that's inside of me. And then in order for me to love who's inside of me, I love the outside of me too as well. Right. So, yeah. I would say, because I guess my, I guess. My 10-year-old self, I go 10. I would tell her to embrace yourself Mm. and also understand that, you know, this is something that that's not forever. You can change if that's the choice you make, but it has to be your choice. And I think that's what I owe. That's what I want to leave the episode off of is, you know, once again, making a choice for yourself mm-hmm. and no one else. And I, and we forget that at times where we make choices. Once again, going back to our first episode about people pleasing, make choices that'll please everybody else. But I think I would tell my 10 year old self to make a choice regardless of whether if you want to eat another, if you want to eat a burger or if you want to eat a salad, whatever you choose to do, do it for yourself. Don't do it for nobody else. And I think that's the biggest lesson that I still carry, you know, even into my thirties is you make a choice. You got to make it for yourself and That's right. whatever con and choices have consequences too. Yeah. Cause and however way we decide to live or even whatever it is like when you want to be, what do I want to do? Want to become an adult? It's all a process to everything and it's consequences. And stuff oh, like adulting so. sucks. That's how I'm going to leave this episode. I'm just letting you know, like <laughs> if they would, it's funny. I had a conversation Early this morning about that. I was like, adulting sucks, but it has its wonderful perks and moments and things like that. And we're able to have these kind of grown up conversations um, because, you know, you, you're just in a better space and you're stepping out of your comfort zone. So mm-hmm. we're going to leave this episode of BBW. Off on that note of once again making choices for yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't let nobody tell you different. Don't know, Don't let nobody influence you unless... Um, it's to better you and only you once again can make that choice. So I am Janelle and this is Amanda. We hope you guys, there you go. We hope you guys tune in for our next episode, um, coming soon. So just stay tuned. But once again, you can listen to episode one and two on the Jabba Tears Network. So make sure to tune in for that. Um, thanks so much. Bye.